Yo, it's obligado. Yo, it's You can find me in Clamming Mi gente querida. Mi gente querido. Querida. 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 Ew. Buenas Buenas días. Buenos días. Buenos días. Yes. Buenos días. Oh, buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. Y buenas noches. Y buenas noches. Mi gente querida. Mi gente querida. Ah! Y'all already know the intro. Welcome back to oh, another that was, that episode. Was the intro? Yeah, kind of. Oh. What's Hello, up, y'all? <laughs> What's up, y'all? You might know this voice, you might not, but it's it's just up to you. What's up, Saints and Aints? <gasps> no, I'm playing. Gonna be I'm not I'm not Jackie. I love you. Don't snitch on me. <laughs> Please Actually, watch. stitch on me so she can come listen to this podcast. Hey, hey, yes, the plug. We go to her. Go to her. Listen to this podcast. Honestly, I need to meet her since she didn't. Want, she didn't want to come out and meet and talk to people at the PIE tour. Yes. Oh, please. But do. it's okay though, because some of us aren't all well, aren't all extroverted. They're not yes. introverted. No, what's the word? I don't Ex- even know. Extroverted. Extroverted. Yes, that's what it is. I love you, Jackie and Preston. Please. Please listen to my podcast. But um, yo. That's my that's my YouTube intro. No, this wait, is a this long is not intro. YouTube. This is not YouTube. This is not YouTube, but that's my this, this for my YouTube viewers that came from here. Yes. Y'all make sure y'all get a, write a review and like Adar's podcast. Please, it's, please, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> but um, for those of you who do not know this voice, this is Jordan Sinette. What's yeah, good? Saying, like, yes, not, like, you sang it right. Jarian Jarian Jordan Sinet Sinet Sign it It is Jordan Sinet Sinet It's your boy What's up Thank you so much for everybody that tuned in for my episodes with my mom. Um, She was really nervous um, especially doing the English version so I really appreciate it. Today, as y'all can see by the title, we're going to be talking about sexuality. Yo. Um, stuff of about sexuality that aren't really talked about, um, whether it be at the church or anywhere, just in a day-to-day basis. And um, kind of just break some walls and perspectives into what that can um, consist of, not just like um, certain things that society might put on mm-hmm. to be sexuality. So today, Mr. Jordan finna uh, preach to us for free because... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we, we ain't getting no money out of this yet um but it's so okay though it's for the lord hey it's for the lord but i mean if the it's money for come, the lord if the money where did the money come i ain't gonna reject it <laughs> i ain't gonna reject it that's a blessing right there mr jordan yes sir, ma'am part um of your testimony which you have shared with me and i'm super grateful for that part of your testimony has to do with sexuality yeah. um in it's many forms because mm-hmm. it takes it in many forms so I know that's a topic that um, God has really placed in your heart for you to share with others mm-hmm. and to kind of already start breaking those barriers. If you haven't watched this video yet on his struggle with same-sex attraction. attraction, y'all should check it out it's on, on YouTube. YouTube channel. I know it's a whole different platform, but Go subscribe. it's part of it. I'm trying to get to a thousand he, subscribers. Yes, he had 500 some. Yeah. Uh, but so, um, can you just kind of like break down what that whole aspect of your testimony is about sir. yeah sure um so it, it all started like the same sex attraction all started when i was like really really young um i didn't understand it and i didn't know what it meant um i just knew that it was different from all the other little boys and like i would i i, I didn't really get teased or mocked just yet but people did notice my difference and they did um they did kind of shy away a little bit and they did kind of make it known that they knew that i was different mm-hmm. and so Going into like elementary and middle school, I kind of just ignored it a little bit. 
mainly elementary, but I kind of ignored it a little bit. And so... Ignore um, the difference? It just, yeah, just oh. ignore the attraction to mm-hmm. same sex. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was just like, okay, this is this is weird. So let me, let me just not think about it. Yeah. And so middle school comes around. And that's when I realized, I was like, oh, this is this is not going away. I was like, you know, this mm-hmm. is strange. But I still kind of ignored it because I, I, I didn't understand it quite yet, just yet. So... Um, I did, middle school is where I did kind of get teased and made fun of um, for being different. I, there was like a lot of the older, a lot of the older boys at my, in my, I went to private school for middle school and elementary, part of elementary, but in middle school is whenever the, the high schoolers would start to make fun of me and like call me gay and faggy, like all the, all the derogatory terms for, Mm -hmm. for um, anybody that, that is in the LGBTQ community. And so I didn't like it. it. It didn't, it didn't feel good. Obviously it didn't feel good. Nothing like that would feel good from anybody, but I, I was always teased and mocked and you know there's some things that happened that shouldn't have happened with some of the um older older students that were there that was really inappropriate but my element middle school was the first time that I actually attempted to take my life because I didn't understand what it was what it meant to be different and I didn't like this mm-hmm. feeling of you know deep 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 depression and mm-hmm. um feeling like I was a stranger to my own to my own flesh yeah and, and so was that like based off of what like what everyone was tell- like saying about you and stuff like that, or yeah, was it, it mainly about what p- other people were doing to you that kind of got you into wanting to take your life? I guess I think it it if it, it I think it was both, but mm-hmm. I think it, it it was more on my end because it was such a confusing and and scary thing, mm-hmm. and like I said, it led to like a deep depression that I didn't under that I didn't know how to get rid of, and so mm-hmm. I was like, taking my life would be the only result. But thank mm-hmm. God that I didn't, and so as I go into high school. Um, the attraction's there still, and it's actually growing. And um, I, I went through high school like you know I went to a new school. I started. I got. I was able to start over. Like start a new like like you know new name for myself. People didn't really know about like um, anything that I w- like. People didn't really know me like that. So I can you know I, I can be a new person basically. Yeah. Um, high school was high school. I, I would say it was good, but there was I still had them. I still had moments where I fell into a deep depression, mm. and that would last for like months like it wouldn't be it wouldn't feel good at all like Mm -hmm. for almost a whole school year and high school was actually the time that I attempted attempted to take my life for the second time I remember like each year in high school I was like god you know next year you know just make me straight like god Mm -hmm. make next year make me straight next next year make me they make me straight Mm -hmm. and I kept saying that over and over again until like in each time I said it's like it it grew stronger I'm gonna just I'm gonna I need to figure this out, but yeah. I, I didn't really put any work in to figure it out. Mm. And that's when, you know, temptation, you know, falling into temptation, like, was, was uh, a strong thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, pornography, masturba- masturbation and stuff like that. Yeah. It's crazy how much of a grip that has on you as a person when you mm-hmm. fall into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it's, but it's real, you know, I have to be honest about that part. Um, yeah. And so I think I, think I, didn't, I, I think I didn't really give in to my desires until I went to college when I, I was doing literally everything I'm, I'm not talking about just sexually but just like i was drinking a lot smoking a lot like doing hood rest stuff all the time like wilding out like yes. literally like on all spectrums not just mm-hmm. the sexuality spectrum like people mm-hmm. you know people can like assume that sexuality is like or sexual orientation is like the 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 um or deviation from mm-hmm. from the sexual yeah. orientation that god has created for us is like the worst sin you know being mm-hmm. oh being gay is the worst sin you can go to hell blah 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 mm-hmm. it's just like well it's there's not. other sins that are equally lie. as bad because yes. sin is sin you know mm-hmm. um I, th- I think people equally. just kind of look at it differently because mm-hmm. of the language is spoken about in the bible um yeah. when it says like oh and you know this society. would happen like, yeah even, even in, in society Christian society and everything like that yeah even in christian society and the thing about it is you know 
I was never one that um, carried myself in, you know, in the community, they say like in a feminine way. Mm -hmm. But uh, most pe some people do. And some people, it's, yeah. it's not their choice. You know, some people grew up around women their whole life and they have no choice, you know, in how their voice is or how mm -hmm. how um, they kind of carry themselves. Mm -hmm. And so most of the time, homosexuality can be seen as a wearable sin. Yeah. And so it's just like if you see a, a homosexual couple walk into the church, it's like they're going to get more eyes than like a couple that um, you probably know nothing about because they look normal, quote yeah. unquote, look normal. But, you know, in behind closed doors, he might be baiting his wife or she might be abusive mm -hmm. to him. You know, yeah. there's just there's things that um, people don't think about um, when it comes to how they judge people, because like, how are you going to judge somebody for something that they kind of are still figuring out themselves? Yeah. Like you were once a sinner, you mm -hmm. know, before. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's like there's a verse in. I believe it's Corinthians where it says like all this stuff were about like these different types of sinners won't inherit the kingdom of God. But it says also that, you know, we were once that as well, you know, but we yeah. were washed. We were clean mm -hmm. of our sins. So it's like there's so much more than just there's so much more to sin than just, you know, homosexuality being like the biggest yeah. sin. You know, it's it's yeah. it's I'm saying it's a lot. Just cut that part off. It's, it's, fine. Um, it's fine. OK. <laughs> this time. She said, oh my Jump. God, what is going on? Okay, so let me pick up back up. Where was I? So yeah, um, I was in college and I was just doing whatever I wanted, like sexually, physically, uh, drinking, smoking a lot. But one thing I did in college, because I, I, I always always held on to my faith because the private school I actually went to was a Christian private school. My family and I stopped going to church whenever I was like six or seven I, I believe yeah. but they sent us to the private school the christian private school mm -hmm. so they were able to feed my feed my soul and feed, feed my spirit that I, which which is what i wasn't getting from like a church at that time mm -hmm. and so it, being in college one thing i wanted to get back to was my faith and so um i actually joined a organization called bcm black christian ministries mm -hmm. and it was just a it's a christian um organization we have bible studies each um sunday or no each wednesday and we we would have like retreats and stuff it was it was pretty fun yeah that actually got me interested in going back to church. And at the time, um, we had like, we had, I was in an organization called FAT, the Freshman Action Team. And we were actually paired with, uh, the freshmen were paired with a big. And so um, my big, his name was Will. I didn't know this at the time, but he, he actually went to church too. You know, he was a believer as well. Mm -hmm. And so um, at, at, when I was at OU, like a lot of the upperclassmen took the um, underclassmen under their wing. Like a lot of the black community there, we had to we had to be like a tight knit group because that that school was extremely racist, Ooh, yes. and it wasn't not not that many black people at that school in that country. And so they took us under their wing, and a lot of the um the girl the older girls that um were also people that were in my life, they were very impactful. They actually invited me to church. When I went to church with them, um, I saw my big there. I saw mm -hmm. Will there, and I was like, what the heck? Yeah. And so once I saw them, once I saw him there, I started going with him. I mean, I was still doing what I wanted to do, but I was, I was, I still was actively trying to pursue, to pursue the truth and pursue who God was. Mm. While you were still like going off. Yeah, what while I was still going off what my do. flesh wanted, because you know mm -hmm. we can't, the we we don't want to tell our flesh no. We yeah. we want to just do what we want to do. Yes. I ended up, like I said, I ended up going to church, and um, after OU, I actually came back home and. I was still doing the same stuff I was doing at OU. You know, I I, I wasn't really going to church um, when I got back, and I wasn't really part of any organization or anything like that. But one thing that I did do when I got home was I was I did a lot of searching, soul searching. Um, I tried to figure out I was like, what is what is the truth to this life thing? Mm -hmm. You know, I was like I was like, why do we do things that the Bible says are sins? Like, why yeah. do we like why do we want to do stuff like that? Like, what is sin? What is what is all this stuff? Like, you know, really getting getting in depth to what the Bible was and who God was. Mm -hmm. 
me and me and Josh actually we used to watch uh we used to like study like different like biblical things and even like Mm -hmm. conspiracy theories and stuff and just just whatever you can you could study Mm -hmm. to like figure out like quote unquote the truth Mm -hmm. and for me or for both of us actually it kept going back to Jesus like I was like I was like how how we learning about evil people in Illuminati and it go back to Jesus like I was like this don't make no sense I was like no but um but I started to understand. I was like, you know, this isn't a battle of flesh and blood, you know. Mm-hmm. But like okay. I said, I everything went back to Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. like it literally, like just the idea of um, this being a battle, um, a spiritual battle, and uh, understanding what the spiritual battle was and who who it was being fought by. Um, I understand that we live in a place where there's more spiritually going on than we can see. Yeah, I still was doing more searching, and, and I started to understand more until so one very special night. The craziest night of my life ever. That's all it takes, one night. Uh, I was sitting in my room. I had, ju- I had just smoked, and I, I had just came down from being high, so I was not high anymore. That's the key point I try to tell people because yeah. they try to tell me, like, oh, that was just because you're high. Like, nah, no. I was not high anymore. Like, I was chilling, and I was just sitting in my bed. Mm-hmm. And I was watching a, watching a video of this rapper on my phone on Twitter, and I was like, this look weird. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And this is a rapper that I like. Like, this is a rapper I was a fan of. Mm-hmm. And so I pulled up on my TV and pulled up on YouTube, and so I play it, and like the rapper, by the way, it was Travis Scott. Um, I was, and I was, I, I wasn't like a huge, huge Travis fan, but like I was a pretty big Travis fan. Like I hadn't, I hadn't been to his concerts. I tried to go. Mm-hmm. Obviously, God kept me away from those. Thank God. Um, but I was, I was a pretty decent. I was a pretty big Travis Scott fan. Um, that was me and J Cole. There's so many times. Yeah, that I didn't. J-, J Cole was like that. Was, that was my number oh my number gosh. one dude. Like I mean, he. I think he still like is a pretty good rapper. But yeah. Travis, awesome else. Maybe, Anyways, maybe he needs some prayer. <laughs> he needs some prayer. Anyways, I I was watching a video of him and like he came out and he was performing his one of his new songs off his new album Afterworld. It was uh, Stargazing, mm. and when Makes he came sense. on stage and I saw all the crowd and I saw like him jumping and screaming. It's like it's like there was just a rush of like. I don't even know what to call it. I don't know what to call it, like spirit or just a mm-hmm. rush of just something just enter my body. And at that moment, my, my eyes were like, it's like my eyes were opened. And I saw, it's, what I saw was like, like the crowd was like worshiping him. And like, there was something like evil or like spiritually de- demonic that was like, it wasn't controlling him, but it was helping him mm-hmm. in whatever he was doing. Like, I actually saw it on the screen. Like, you can't see that in the actual video, but like the, oh, no. the, 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 vi- the, my eyes being opened, like allowed me to see that. Yeah. And instantly... Like, I didn't even realize this was repentance, but I fell to my knees. I was crying. Like, I was bawling crying. I fell to my knees and told God I was sorry about everything that I had done because it wasn't me being scared because of what I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think me seeing what I saw was just a reaction of what God was doing to my heart mm-hmm. at that time. And so um, in, in that moment, he showed me that it was um, all sin that I had I had partaken in that. I was in need of cleansing from that, mm-hmm. not just homosexuality, not just one or the other, but all of it. Mm-hmm. And so it, it yeah. caused repentance, instant repentance. Honestly, like I literally mm-hmm. was just like, God, I ain't never turning back. Yeah, because this is this is like you kind of saw through him. I saw through his might, eyes. Yeah, you, I saw what th- you might end up in exactly. Um, and then I, and then um, I, I don't know if it was that same night or the night after I had a vision. It was me. And I had tattoos like everywhere. I'm not saying tattoos are bad people. That that's that's not no. the that, we love that wasn't, tattoos. That wasn't the bad thing. But but I did have tattoos like everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, I had my hair. It was in a different. So I was braided. It wasn't in it wasn't in locks. And it was really long. 
and I could tell the I could tell by the picture. I mean, I could tell by the vision. The lifestyle I was living was a lifestyle that he pulled me out of. Mm-hmm. And so, and there was also like some random man in the in the vision with me. Uh, we were taking a picture in the mirror, and like we were like in an apartment or something. And it, it, we looked good, like fleshly, but like the the vision turned into our spirit, and like we started to decay. Like, like we look we looked like melting zombies almost in the vision and like it just that just that just that that was just even more of evidence that that what god had done to my life you know Mm -hmm. a lot of things that he a lot of things went away not i wouldn't say went away but a lot of things i had no longer the desire to enact on but Mm -hmm. there was this there was still this attraction to the same sex Mm -hmm. and i was like god i was like you did so much that night i was like why leave this Mm mm-hmm why leave the thing that I've had the pro- most problem with my whole life? Yeah. Like, I I don't like alcohol or smoke no more, but, like... <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's just like, I mean, I, I don't have to smoke no more. I don't have to, like, get drunk no more. I was like, but why do I still want mm-hmm. to do this? You know, mm-hmm. why do I still have this attraction to the same sex? Why do I still feel the need to be with the same sex? But then I was like, it took me a long time to understand. Um, it's still kind of hard to understand now, but mm-hmm. um, I kind of, I like to, ref- like, reference Paul... Paul was just like, you know, he was asking God to take his, his, the thorn from his flesh. And like, mm-hmm. he had three different times and God said no. And there was a reason behind that. And I think that kind of speaks to a lot of our struggles. Um, there's there's going to be things that we struggle with that God's, God's aim isn't to take it away, mm-hmm. but to give you the strength to resist and give you the strength yeah. to follow him instead. Mm-hmm. And I, I think when it comes to homosexuality, the church might not like that idea because they'll say, oh, your attraction is wrong. Therefore, mm-hmm. you're like, that is a sin to have yeah. an attraction that's wrong. Last time I checked, it wasn't a sin to be tempted to do anything. Mm-hmm. Even Jesus was tempted. Mm-hmm. Like people, people get Preach. so confused with what temptation and desire mm-hmm. is. It's like to be tempted means to be to be um, presented with something that you actually might kind of want to do. Yeah. So when Jesus was, was tempted in the wilderness, it wasn't just him being presented things it was his flesh wanting to enact on but he resists with the word of god and so i think that's that's the biggest thing is understanding that god is better than any desire or Mm -hmm. any affection Mm -hmm. that you have or uh, fleshly affection that you have for anything um and so to turn away from um homosexuality without even without feeling free from the attraction that's becoming I guess easier to do. It's still hard. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm not good. I'm not saying it's hard. I mean, I'm not saying it's easy at all. Yeah. It's hard to do, but it's easy to do when you rely on God's strength rather than yours. Yeah. Because honestly, it's like temptation has went up since that night. Pe- like, in in the crazy thing, the craziest thing is, I I did my testimony video, and there's people that have DM me, you know, telling me that like, you know, I really inspired them um, in their walks and in, in understanding their struggles. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that DM me with the wrong motives. They, mm. they be the devil. They, <laughs> the devil. I'll buy, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's kind of annoying because it's just like, dang, like I really made this video to one for myself to be f- to feel free from this and not have mm-hmm. to hold it in, but two to help other people. And people you over just, here DM me talk about some. This you not, look good. You yeah. you what's no, up? This was not something for you to come this is not something for you to come in in my dms and talk to talk to me that's not you know and that just shows me how their 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 mindset isn't Mm -hmm. isn't there i mean i I honestly i I pray for people like that because Mm -hmm. i know what it feels like to be on that i'm be to be on that and you know to be attracted and to to just do what your flesh wants to do and i just Um, feel like that's that in itself like that thing of literally you could have like taken that and like went with it or rolled with it but yeah, that was a temp- like probably a temptation for mm-hmm. you, all those DMs and stuff like that. But that's like the whole thing. 
it's kind of a testing of our faith and a testing of how much like now we depend on God. Mm-hmm. It's just whenever those things do come that we just know how to, to automatically reject it. Yeah. Like it's now an instinct. Now it's not just something and, that we have to ponder upon. And the thing ponder is upon? like, I have to be honest is like, you know, in some situations I may have entertained it mm-hmm. because of, you know, me letting my flesh do the thinking, mm-hmm. but then there's, there's, there's conviction in understanding that yeah. your flesh is, is being, is in control. You know, mm-hmm. there's conviction on knowing that what you're doing is not helpful for either of you. Mm-hmm. And so it's really about, um, remembering the, the freedom you have in Christ and mm-hmm. understanding that he's willing to help you get through this. If you just let him, yeah. because when we don't let him is when we take control. Yeah. That's on period. That's on that period. That's on period. That's on period. No cap. No cap. The thing that's we can go to questions. That's yeah. that. That's that on that. Yeah, that's that on that. That's that on that. Thank you so much for sharing your yeah, background. No I feel like I left out something, but I feel like I left out some things, but that's okay though. It's okay. Y'all can watch they my can too. Yeah, they can tune into YouTube channel. Watch my they can watch that, or you can meet him in person and he can tell you all the stuff that you don't know. Not really, but he not go tell the stranger. But um, so now I just want to go ahead and just go a little bit deeper into um, just what you experienced and what you've already told us. First one being after you found Christ after that encounter, especially that encounter, because even though we it happens to all all of us in their own way, but whenever we after we find Christ, like those temptations just keep getting stronger. Like oh, you had yeah. mentioned, they keep getting harder um, to overcome, but we still overcome them at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But um, so for you, and now in the topic of sexuality, how have you those temptations and those battles been um, now after finding Christ and stuff like that? They've been, been like taking them. I remember at the beginning when I found Christ, it was like I went month, like a few months with just like I, I, I had like a I don't know I don't know what people call it like a new believer high or something. Like I was yes. like I was yes. I got Jesus. I was like if a person's try to come with me, come up to me with a gun, I'm, I'm gonna be like in Jesus name and they gonna fall apart. <laughs> like I legit was like we on wish. fire. I was like yes. I was a whole pastor like preacher. I don't know come what, but I was like come at me. I was like come me. I'm gonna say I'm gonna get Jesus to save you. That's how much I love you. Like Amen. I was a super Christian, now. but. It, it it did end with me um being tempted and um i guess it, i guess um giving in giving in not in like a way that was detrimental but a way that would try to get me to to come back to you know i, I mm-hmm. let myself like maybe talk longer than i should you know there's like when it comes to the, when it comes to temptation like regardless of what it is i think um we we tend to try to tiptoe around it yeah try to like try to dip in a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. and it's like it's like no because if you dip in a little it, bit if you yeah. put your toe in you gotta put your foot in you put your foot in you gotta put your leg in put your mm-hmm. leg in you gotta put your whole body in like yeah. there's no tiptoeing around it mm-hmm. so i think um some of the times where i fell it, it was whenever i tried to tiptoe around it as if it was something that was okay but i'm learning right now that literally the battle is not mine mm-hmm. you know that it's actually god's that he, he's, he's the one that fights it you know yeah and it's hard to understand that sometimes because it's just like, well, why can't you just take it away? Like, mm-hmm. why do you have to fight it? But it's just like, you know, we don't know God's plans. We don't know, like, we really don't. Job, mm-hmm. we don't know his plans. Like, we don't even know how God even created anything. So it's just mm-hmm. like, how can we question his plans? Yeah. But yeah, they've been really, really tough. Like, yeah. like I said, people be DMing me. People mm-hmm. be, the gym is terrible. Oh my God. It's, it's <laughs> The gym is the worst place to be. The, very, the, if, the worst oh place. I know, like. I mean, I'll be trying to get a good workout. Like, I'll, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be focused. That's all I try to do. I mean, in here, it'd be the in them be other fit, ones, honestly. And it's males just like, and females, it's just be. And so, like, whenever you, whenever they do come, mm-hmm. what do you now do? Whenever um, those 
they just hit you out of nowhere. One thing that uh, Joseph Solomon actually talked about this on one of his podcasts. Um, he mentioned how we have to capture, uh, you know, the Bible mentions how we have to capture every thought that, that isn't aligned with God's will. Mm-hmm. And that's been something that I've been trying to practice more and more because that's where it starts in your thoughts, yeah. you know, rem- remembering like past experiences, mm-hmm. uh, people that you're with in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really about capturing those thoughts and saying like, no, you know, and that's hard. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. That's extremely hard. Sometimes they just, they just go in my head without me mm-hmm. stopping them or giving, you know, you know, trying to attempt to understand them, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's really about, I'm really practicing capturing my thoughts because that's where it really starts. And actually, you know, understanding that God is better than any temptation. Cause that's yeah. something that Jackie talks about a lot mm-hmm. is understanding that I think, it, I think it comes down to like believing that God is better than um, any, any fleshly desire because mm-hmm. that's what it is. You know, that he mm-hmm. is better than any fleshly yeah. desire. At the end of the day, like it's so much more like kind of comparing how it was beforehand and how we are now. Like, do I really want to go down that road? Yeah. Like it took me a long time to get out of it. Like, yeah. why do I want to do it? So it's like, it gives and, that. And because I remember there was a scripture, it talked about, it was talking about utensils or something. <laughs> And like, yeah. basically like staying clean for mm-hmm. like, like there's some utensils, like in the Bible, there's a verse that says like, there's some utensils that are like used for like leisure eating. And then there's some utensils that you bring out for like the, the bougie utensils. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. it's like, I think it compared it to the story of like be, staying clean for God's like good purposes. Like there's some people mm-hmm. that are being used that aren't being used to their full potential because they're not spiritually where they need to be. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. some people that are being used to, used to their full potential because they're allowing themselves to res- one resist in um, to rely on God mm-hmm. and just be just um, surrounded by him yeah. every day and understanding that he's better than anything mm-hmm. in this world. So. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on now. Quote in scripture. Quote in scripture. Quote I need to scripture. actually, because like I read so much scripture that I literally just forget the verse, yeah. like the, the number and the in the chapter. But the it. thing is, it's like scripture, like original scriptures don't even have numbers in chapters. They just, it's just a book. Like so Corinthians, like, it was just one, one Corinthians. <laughs> yes. like, it wasn't like first and second, it's just a yeah. Corinthian. Like, People try to get lazy. Actually, I want to divide up the book. Those were letters. Let me get my scripture right. I'm Bible literate, I promise. I'm Bible literate. I'll read it every day. I know. Y'all? Just, we promise these things are in the Bible. That's that's all you need. We promise. Know. Go look them up. I, yeah. I ain't gonna say in nothing wrong. In your Bible study. In your Bible study, look them up. You should do that. I ain't gonna say nothing wrong. And if I do, correct me. Please do so. We love it. Come uh, from my neck, because I hate misquoting scripture. Or misinterpreting. That's another topic, though. Ooh. We're gonna talk about that later, but that's fine. That'd be a good um, podcast topic. Oh, that, that's gonna be fun. We're gonna go off. That's gonna be fun. Y'all, All right. y'all ain't supposed to be picking up scripture just because it sounds nice. Does not mean that that's it. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Oh Lord, <laughs> no, no, you better take that off your house. Oh, that's a whole nother thing. Anyways, so next question: What are some things in your journey now? that You kind of you kind of touch based on and whenever you were talking about what how you kind of cope in those times that you have like those temptations and stuff like that but are there specific things that you like do to kind of replace moments in your life where you like would fall back on Mm. if that makes any sense i would say actively trying to do what god has made me to do Mm. um there's things in my life where i find myself like you know, what I want to do, what God wants me to do, or what I want to do, what my flesh wants me to do. Mm. And sometimes you do what your flesh wants you to do. But I think when you understand that God's way is literally going to lead to your true happiness mm-hmm. and your true satisfaction, that's when you're like, okay, let me do that instead because that's where that's where I'm going to find the peace and the love mm-hmm. and the comfort and the fulfillment that I'm going to have because sin always leaves you empty. Like, you might feel good, but sin always leaves you empty. It and does. so I think it's running to Him, you know, running mm-hmm. to, like, His desires for my life because... Mm-hmm. 
if I do my own thing, then I'm always going to feel like I'm never being fulfilled to the fullest. And so, like, do you go in, like, worship or do you... Oh, I sing all the time. Oh, like, literally... If you if you ever if you feel like I feel like my neighbors might hear me sing like because like one thing I <laughs> do likely. I used to do all the time I still do it now but like I'll get home from school and I'll put like my phone on like the big speakers we have them <laughs> oh my god we got my house y'all <laughs> we got perros in the room we got yeah but yeah um one thing my neighbor uh, I feel like my neighbors hear me because like one thing I used to do all the time or I still do is I get home from school like from from uh, Lone Star and I'll just play on some worship and just be singing loud extra loud in my house like. And then I just, I use my other outlets, like, um, you know, make YouTube videos and re- obviously read the Bible because that's, I love scripture. Yes. I love reading and understanding it because I feel like you can always read the Bible and learn something new each time you read it, no matter how many times you read it. Y'all read your Bible. Read your Bible. You need to read your Bible. Read it from the front to the back. From the, ooh, I'm, in, I'm trying. I'm when still I tell in you, when I went through, <laughs> still in when I went through Deuteron- like Leviticus and Deuteronomy and like Exodus, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, can we get to the, to please. the, to, can we get to somewhere else? Like, <laughs> yes. Can y'all please teach me something? But it's so, it's so useful though, understanding how like mm-hmm. God kind of had everything be in the past, but yeah. it was just like, dang. Mm-hmm, I know. And it's crazy. Cause it's just like, like actually pay attention to those parts of the Bible because he's going to reference it either in the new testament or somewhere yeah cross references is crazy like i know you'll be reading something you'll be reading something like genesis and you'll like read it again in like jude or something i'm just like like, i don't know that's a real cross reference i'm just making an example please (laughs) don't come from my name but no really like you'll read something Mm -hmm. like in old testament and you'll see it like five times in the new testament like yeah i'm like oh jesus in old testament and the new testament did Mm y'all know that Mm -hmm. he was actually the one that was walking in the garden eden i'm gonna just leave it at that i learned this yesterday yes yesterday okay yeah that's what it was we was talking about Jesus and how he he's fine or not. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> oh my god, that's so bad. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Alrighty, next question for you, sir. Are you good? Yeah, I'm hot. Okay. But I'm good. Hot. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I think We're it's because I was sitting in my sweater. It was just in my folds. <laughs> in my folds. In my in my stomach folds. Oh my, oh my gosh. So you kind of go about temptation and all that has to do with like your sexual past, like. Mm-hmm. While you were in those moments, you had mentioned even in the moments that you were acting upon your fleshly desires, you still went to church. You still had the desire to like pursue faith mm-hmm. and like hold on to your faith, mm-hmm. which is honestly crazy. Like that's not really something that um, a lot of people do, especially like in whatever sin that they're like acting upon mm-hmm. that whatever, God isn't really whatever sin they're a, sa- yeah. a slave to mm-hmm. a slave to. I was gonna say yeah. captive. It was yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. So that's not God is not in the picture at all. Like it's just they're just doing what they want to do. Yeah, yeah, so it's like pretty crazy that you still that's something that you still wanted to pursue. But even in those moments, and even in your the lowest times in that walk that you had, did you ever feel like God was truly ever present with you? All the way from whenever everything started kind of mm-hmm. going bad in middle school to high school to college mm-hmm. up until that moment. Um, did I feel like God was with me? No. But did mm-hmm. I know he was? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I struggle with still today is feeling. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a very, like, um, physical, emotional person. And so it's just like I, I like to feel, um, you know, love from someone else or, you know, um, compassion or just peace. Mm-hmm. All t- you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um when it comes to me knowing, um, I knew God was with me. Like there mm-hmm. was, there was too many, there was too much evidence that He was with me at all time. And even now, I know that you've had multiple God encounters and mm-hmm. like um, Spirit coming in you and all that stuff. 
is it hard whenever like you feel those moments and then you go into the times where you got you need got the most and you don't feel him like those moments mm-hmm. is that still like a really big yeah struggle? i think i think that's still something that's hard for me um to comprehend sometimes yeah. that you that god isn't always a physical feeling but mm-hmm. um it's a faith thing mm-hmm. um you have to have faith that he he, he is, is who he, he is says. you know who yeah. he says he is and yeah. so yeah it's really about having faith because mm-hmm. like God's not a liar. Like, he's not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. So, like, why would he not be with me in my times of trouble, you know? He said he would be, so mm-hmm. why not? And I know, like, also, like, like even last year, whenever you, like, you were going through, like, a really tough season, kind of recently, because we are just in February. Mm-hmm. I know that was kind of, like, your hardest so far. What kind of have you learned from all that, from basically God kind of being silent mm-hmm. in a way? I would I would compare it to like a minor job situation like mm-hmm. literally like when I read that like I literally read that that book at a pivotal moment in my life because mm-hmm. um I don't really know the story of Job like that and so I read it I was like oh this is kind of what happened to me like yeah. he it's it's not it's, it's he's just he's there but he's mm-hmm. just you know things are bad you know mm-hmm. and so I was like Job God was basically told Job he was like do you even know how I even set the boundaries to like the water and so I'm just like yeah. well dang like you just telling this man that he can't do nothing you do everything basically basically but i was just like i was like really though i was like think about that like mm-hmm. i don't understand we 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 us as humans can't comprehend god's plans and god's uh, god's mind and god's thoughts and god's uh, ways you know mm-hmm. so i was like i was like i can't i can't question that. i was like so why do i question anything that he does mm-hmm. especially the scripture says he does things to work out for my good you mm-hmm. know it's like yeah my struggle but like he still loves me yeah, yeah my struggle yeah. but he's still there mm-hmm. and so if, I, if we just rest in the fact that God has to be who he says he is mm-hmm. because he can't lie, mm-hmm. then we'll understand that even in our tough times, he still loves us. He yeah. still cares. He's still yeah. there. Um, and that we're still, he's still, you know, he, he hasn't abandoned us. I think that's mm-hmm. a big thing for some Christians nowadays. It's like, oh, God abandoned me. It's like, well, mm-hmm. no, he didn't say, he didn't say that. He might be silent or he mm-hmm. might, you might be in a season mm-hmm. of transition, but he didn't abandon you, you know? Isn't it like uh, Pastor Brett preached about it? The right hand of God? Mm-hmm. Right hand or left hand? Oh yeah, yeah, left hand of God. I was left actually gonna re- reference that in one of my videos, but I think I, it was it was a lie. I, I mm-hmm. took too many notes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basically saying how like some people don't realize that in the left, being in the left hand of God is like being protected from everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, why did I do this? Or why did why did this happen? Why did this happen? It's just like, well, God might be trying to shield you from something mm-hmm. that you could have put mm-hmm. yourself into, mm-hmm. you put yourself in harm's way, you know? Yeah. That we can all be, in either hand, that God is holding us with. Like, he's oh, constantly, at the end of the day, the common factor between the two is that he's protecting us and shielding mm-hmm. us from everything. In the right hand of God, he might be, like, putting us into action mm-hmm. and showing us basically, oh, look here. This is all exactly. that I'm, and all stuff. But in the left hand, like, it's, I feel like, and that also, I'm pretty sure, like, they talked about it in the sermon. Like, it was just, like, you, it's more of a you thing. A mm-hmm. you pursuing God and you wanting him more and mm-hmm. you seeking him. Because it, at the end of the day, like, our this whole thing of having a relationship with God, it's, like, a two-way thing. Yeah. Like, obviously, he has the power to do more and he has the ability to do more. But it's, like, he tells us to put to work stuff. And the and the best thing about that is, like like you were saying, like, it doesn't matter which hand you're still in, you're still mm-hmm. in God's hand mm-hmm, at the end mm-hmm, of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He still has you, so. Mm-hmm, for sure. little reminder. Yes. Remind, even, note to self. Yeah, and whenever, whenever you reference Job, I think that you had mentioned it as well, talking about Job, that it's kind of, like, we don't ever truly know everything that God is protecting us from. Yes. Like we can only see what actually happens to us. Like, exactly. It's like, like you had also mentioned that like God probably might be like rescuing you from all these things that you will never know that exactly. he was rescuing you from. It's always that faith factor to do with it. Yeah. We'll do this one. Alrighty. So did you, sir, Jordan, Sinet, did you ever think that you were going to be where you are today? The man that you are today. 
what um, you're doing today? Always felt like I was going to be in a better position, but I didn't ever expect it to be this position. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm glad it is. Like, literally, there's so much that I know God wants me to do for, in my life that I never thought I would do, even a day before he saved me, which was mm-hmm. in August, August 5th, 2018. August is bad month. Because Jordan got baptized on my birthday. That's my second birthday. That's the second um, birthday. But yeah, um, I definitely don't think, I, I definitely didn't think I would be here mm. making a podcast about Jesus. Come on now. Or 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 making YouTube videos about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Or even have a YouTube channel. Just like a lot mm-hmm. of stuff in my life mm-hmm. literally diverted because of what he did and the graces he, that he's given me. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. And even in like we had, because we were in Daydreamers is Jordan and Joshua's connect group. Y'all should check it out. Yeah. Um, today, even you had mentioned that like the whole being in ministry, wanting to be discipled by a pastor. Oh, like, yeah. All that stuff. Like that's like, I think the biggest thing that you were. Yeah, that was the biggest. Expecting. Yeah. Like I didn't like even even when I came to Christ, I was like, what is discipleship? What is this? I was like, Jesus <laughs> is a disciple of me. I just got him. And that's mm-hmm. all, I, you know, mm-hmm. but I, but then I started to understand and learn what it um, what it was. And um, a lot of the people from the PIA tour, like Jackie and Preston and Joseph and uh, Zeke and all them, they they talked about it a lot. And I was just like, well, dang, I was like, do I need this? But then mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I want this. I was like, I want to be a disciple. I want yeah. to know the Bible. I want to know how to um, vouch for the faith and um, just all things Jesus. Like I was like, yeah. I'm gonna go to seminary school. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like do go to everything. Jesus school. I'm gonna do everything. But I was you like, preach. you know, I just really need a very, I guess, a stern discipleship. And mm-hmm. I want that. You know, I want mm-hmm. to know Jesus more. Mm-hmm. And I want to know how, what being a what being made a disciple is, and mm-hmm. to make people disciples. Yeah. And because yes. that, that that means so much. You know, it doesn't mean just doing a program or just doing something regular. It's like that. Mm-hmm. That means like it's 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 very 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 deep to what it means. So yeah. We're proud of you. Proud of you always. <laughs> Now we going into you. You gonna preach to them. You gonna tell oh, them some stuff. Yes. One more tell them. Yes, you gonna tell them a lot of stuff because they need to know. People need to know, especially in this topic of sexuality. It ain't what society. It ain't. Wow. It ain't. I'm very. The only English I know is Houston English, and it's the worst English. But it's fine. It's that slang stuff. It's, it's a slang slang. Um, but that honestly, like sexuality, like you had mentioned before, isn't just. Anything that has to do with sexual orientation or anything like that, there's so much more. And even in the Bible, like it goes deep into what what to do and what not to do about sexuality. Like it mm-hmm. can be what you said, like sexual activities, all that stuff. So whenever it comes to people, if and even if you've encountered them, like people that might have also struggled with what you struggled with or those people and those that who've never struggled with those things or what you've struggled with. And they ask you about sexuality in all its forms. Like, what would you say to them if you've already encountered this? Or what would you want to say to them if they wouldn't approach you with that? I would I would say um, first to be open to what I have to say, because mm-hmm. um, what I have to say is going to be what the Bible says, um, because sexuality, God made God made your sexuality. And so he made a standard for it. Mm-hmm. And so to deviate from that standard is a sin, but. I think sometimes when we attack sexuality, people assume that we're attacking identity because mm-hmm. sexuality is tied to identity nowadays. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you're telling me to not do this. Well, you're just you're just talking about you're going against who I am as a person. It's like, no, you're more than just your sexuality. You mm-hmm. are you are human. You have hair. You have eyes. You, you're, you're not just sexual. Yeah. You're not. We're not. We're not just sexual beings. You know, mm-hmm. we have emotions. We have ideas we have mm-hmm. thoughts you know there's more to us than just our sexuality and so yeah um and, and being a believer is just like we have christ it's like he yeah. is our identity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um yeah. to anybody it's just like you can't identify with your sexuality because 
you are not your sexuality. Mm-hmm. And then I would say um, we have to understand that God has made a standard for it mm-hmm. and that, um, yes, our sexual desires may be different than what he's made them to be, but it would be better for you to deny to, to deny your sexual desires, your fleshly sexual desires mm-hmm. that aren't in line with God's word because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like I said, he made it for his purpose and to deviate that would to it would be damaging to yourself mm-hmm. and yeah. to the person that you're with or if it's by yourself, you know, understanding it from a from a created lens rather than like we can do what we want because like mm-hmm. we're not we're, cre- we're we're created being we can't sit here and say that we can just change what being a boy means or being a girl, little girl mm-hmm. means, you know, it's your God made you the way he made you for a reason. Yeah. And um, the world will tell you that you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that I'm attacking anybody's um, opinions or anybody's beliefs, but you know, if you if you come to me asking me about that, knowing that I'm a Christian and what I stand for, it's like mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the truth, which is mm-hmm. what 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 Christ says, or I mean, yeah. not what Christ is, but which is what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And but I'm also have compassion and understanding that we live in a time where um, your your sexual identity is tied with your identity yeah. sometimes, you know. And everything's normalized. And everything's normalized, mm-hmm. and so I'm gonna have compassion for you because that's what you've grown up learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I had to understand too. Is like we've grown up learning that things are normal but you know certain things are normal but they're not Mm -hmm. and so amen but jesus love you i love (laughs) you and honestly like at the end of the day like even for me like i've had friends come up to me or even students like now that i um tutor they come up to me saying like they're um either bi or lesbian or anything like that and they're so like you just said like it's honestly at the end of the day is showing love and compassion but also telling them the truth like Whenever you prioritize love over everything else, because that's actually, like, the commandment that Jesus said, like, above all else, love each other as you love yourself. Yeah, love your neighbor. Love that neighbor you love yourself. Um, So it's kind of like, if you're doing everything with love, if at the end of the day, all that you want to speak into people is from love, God will just let everything else go into place. And even if it's people that he wants you to pour into, like, disciple, mentor, stuff like that, like, it's just especially in this realm of sexuality, trying to deviate them from what mm-hmm. society makes it seem to be. Yeah. Um, if it all comes from love, it'll all. Yeah, and, and and relationship, you know, you, mm-hmm. you really want to establish something with somebody before you kind of try to tell them what to do because a lot mm-hmm. of people will like, try to go up to people that live in a um in a sexually immoral lifestyle and say are you going to hell if you don't repent it's just like, like well no. you need to like tell them about you know mm-hmm. you need to like ask them about themselves before mm-hmm. you start to to assume things because mm-hmm. we're all we all are sinners mm-hmm. we're all uh, we're all we are all undeserving of god's love but mm-hmm. you know he has grace and he has mercy for us yeah. for each of you e- each and every one of us every yeah. day and even at the end of the day like we're not ones to say who goes to heaven or hell like exactly. we're really not <laughs> so it's just that is the very very bad way to to approach things or even to assume like you don't know what those people are going through and the fact that they're even going up to you with these struggles like this is something that they're struggling with and this is something that they're curious and that clearly if they're voicing it to you they want to get out of so please 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 have compassion for those people and sympathy but have a tough love type mentality like yeah you're gonna be fine I get that you're struggling with this, but at the end of the day, this is what God says you need to do. This is what the expectation that he has for us in terms of sexuality. Yeah. So, and also I, I would say, I would even add to that, you know, patience because mm-hmm. like it's a journey. It's a, it, mm-hmm. it can, and sometimes it can be a long one because there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's probably people way older than us that's still, you know, mm-hmm. people are, you're going to struggle with your temptation all the time, but, yeah. but actually like 
you're in it. There's some people that are in it, like that are in the church that are trying, you know, mm-hmm. that are still like actively living it. Yeah. And um, they haven't found a way to kind of see God as the greater, you know, being in the mm-hmm. in the choice of the two. And so um, I would say, you know, be patient with people. You know, mm-hmm. you can you can explain to them and tell them, but like, don't if they don't change or quote unquote unquote change within your time standards it's like that doesn't mean that they're that you shouldn't stop loving them you Mm -hmm. know that doesn't mean that you should stop caring for them like like jesus does honestly and it's just like even my mom said whenever we we did her episode like we're all just planting seeds at the end of the day like exactly you and like jordan just said you might not see it in the time period of you being in that person's life but you never know at the end of the road whenever they hit their they hit their lowest points or something happens to them they're gonna remind they're gonna be reminded of those things like god even in things like I've been told this week, it's kind of like in journaling, like just journal whatever you want and God is going to bring that of remembrance whenever he wants that to happen. So it's kind of like that's going to be the same thing to the people that come up to you in your life that struggle with these things. Um, impurities or anything like that, like they're going through their, I don't know, they're addicted to having sex or pornography or yeah. um, homosexuality or anything like that. If they're going up to you this, you try and do your best to one, be still and know what God wants you to do in their mm-hmm. lives. And also compassion love what we talked about and just and like jordan said patience Mm -hmm. because you never know if you're meant to be in that person's journey the whole way yeah so don't be mean and come at them for no reason put your sexual immorality on the cross come on now put it on the cross lay it down give it to jesus lay it down so we are now going to the last two questions jordan we we's we's almost done Mm -hmm. almost done so now i want to ask you about advice Mm kind of like with this last question we kind of talked touched based on what other people should say if they're being like confronted with these things mm-hmm. but the families of those that are struggling with these mm-hmm. things that might have struggled with what exactly what you did or anything that has to do with the sexuality realm mm-hmm. um what advice would you give to those people that have family members or people that they care about the most in their life that are going through these things um i would first say don't feel like it's the end of the world because mm-hmm. a person has same-sex attraction or claims to you know they, they live a gay lifestyle or or a lesbian lifestyle um don't think it's the end of the world because mm-hmm. you know god still loves me at the end of the day mm-hmm. i think um a lot, most people will like compare it well like i said before you know they'll heighten up they'll, they'll put this they'll put this in on the pedestal and say oh they're they're just ruined for the rest of the life they're just mm-hmm. you know out of the count i think um one thing you have to understand is that just because y'all's journeys look different doesn't mean that God isn't like in it, you know? Like Come on. Just because like you might deal with something else that that's not like a, a huge deal in, in our society nowadays, but like they, they do deal with whatever sin it may be sexually. Understand that God's grace is, is enough. You know, God's, God's grace is sufficient yes. for all of it yes. and his mercy, yes. you know. But specifically pray for understanding of of the issue at hand um mm-hmm. most people would be like oh i pray that my son is straight or my daughter is straight or my, mm-hmm. my son stops doing this my daughter stops doing this pray for understanding because to understand means to have compassion mm-hmm. and sometimes you might not understand but you the ability to have compassion for somebody um is something that jesus did and so love them don't treat them any different i would say don't try to like pray the gay out of them mm-hmm. that's something that's very um i would say this very lightly but that's something that's very damaging sometimes because like I said before, sexual identity is somewhat identity, you know, self-identity nowadays. And so mm-hmm. to pray that, like to say that you want to pray that out of them means to pray the way that who they are, mm-hmm. um, which isn't true. But that's what it seemed like. To, that's what it's, it, it looks like today. Yeah. So I'll just say be be very cautious with what with the language you use in that. I would, I'm going to add like the church to this. 
Um, so like mm-hmm. advice for the church. Mm-hmm. Y'all gotta stop judging people. Please. Like y'all gotta stop. And the thing about it is, it's like most of the church they they're willing to to give their opinion, but they're not willing to like listen or to understand mm-hmm. somebody's perspective yes. that deals with this. So it's just like, how are you gonna try to talk to somebody? about it and you're not willing to even listen to, mm-hmm. to them you know how are you gonna try to give your opinion about what you think rather than what what it you know what it really is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i would just say you know to the church like be open about it don't don't shy away from the conversation mm-hmm. because it might seem disgusting or icky or nasty to you like yeah. y'all y'all know y'all be doing stuff too exactly. like y'all know y'all y'all live things God's way diff- if equally not different, exactly equally. y'all know y'all done things that you don't want people to know either so don't don't look at it as something that we should just kind of ignore because mm-hmm. um, of the societal, I guess, norms in the church mm-hmm. nowadays. Yeah. And it's just, it's so, it's it's so frustrating to me just to see, like, y'all are quick to, I'm not saying y'all, like, we're not coming for anyone specifically. Yeah, we're not coming for anybody. We're just, yeah. you just. We're just saying in general, like, people, especially in the Christian community, are so quick to call out things from other sins like oh someone lying someone cheating on somebody else like they're quick to say that but they've let society kind of like bring fear into them in the topic of anything that has to do with like homosexuality or anything like that or just sexuality in general yeah like like that's something people this is an actual struggle that people are like the church isn't for what's the phrase like the church isn't for isn't for the saved but the the fallen yeah or something like that i know i know there's a saying but i can't this is like the church is kind of like a hospital like it's here to be able to bring in the those who are sick those who need the help like not just for those who are fine Mm -hmm. um not for doctors it's like this is an actual struggle and i feel i kind of put it here in the notes there's been so much fear put into the Christian community in talking about sexuality. Like you just said, it makes it makes everything feel icky and it's dirty and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, these are things that now in, in this day and age, that that's like what people are struggling with the most. Mm-hmm. And that's when the church and the Christian community has to come in and save these people mm-hmm. and tell them, yeah, like, hey, we get that you're struggling with it, but there's a way out. Mm-hmm. Just like the same thing with those who are alcoholics or drug addicts, like, there is always a way out, mm-hmm. and that's going to be through Jesus. Like, it, there's never been Jesus like, oh, you can, I'll help you out with this and this and this, but, oh, if you're struggling with sex, oh, I'm sorry. It's going to yeah. be a little, like, it's just, and it's never that. I, I think one of the issues is they kind of separate it. Like, even mm-hmm. people that are in the church that deal with it, they, they kind of separate it from their faith. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to do this on the side, but I'm going to come to church and praise the Lord mm-hmm. and just do what i want to do mm-hmm. i think there's an there's also this this fear of being canceled you know like mm-hmm. cancel culture like oh i don't want i don't want nobody to like blast put me on blast or like yeah. i don't want to lose my distance it's just like well you know there's gonna come a time where you have to choose mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like we all, we all know that yeah if people don't want honestly i just feel like people that are struggling with these things they don't voice it sooner because of what the christian community has made it to seem as like oh if you voice this oh my gosh like you just said like you're gonna be canceled you ain't got nothing like your life's going to be ruined well Mm -hmm. i would rather seek help and voice it than just keep on like just pondering and dwelling in my sin and not doing anything about it and have everything they get worse and worse but also i would say too like the actual church feeling like they would be canceled you know like Mm -hmm. if a a pastor spoke about it or you know yeah oh this pastor said he don't agree with this because it's like Mm -hmm. it's like i said it's identity like Mm -hmm. that's a that's a huge thing like yeah it's more than just um an idea but like who you are as a person Mm -hmm. so yeah yes last question what advice or just like anything that you would give to 
people who are actually struggling with um, homosexuality, sex, sex in general, like they're addicted to it or something like that, mm-hmm. pornography, anything, masturbation, anything. What would you say to them if they either are listening to this or they come up to you or anything of that matter? I would say try to try to see God as not try to, but see God as the greater desire mm. in your life, because there's I think if we look to God and understand that he's made us for a specific reason, we'll under, and, and we have a and we have a true love for him. We'll understand that mm. loving him means that we will enact on what he wants us to do. Yeah. Um, loving him in a, in a way that allows us to, to see sin and say, yes, mm. my flesh might want to do this, but I'm going to I'm going to choose god because he made me for for a specific reason mm-hmm. be be in your words be be seeking jesus as much as you can mm-hmm. but i would say people? i would say um or don't just don't let your sin be your motivation mm. let jesus be your motivation because mm. i think we can kind of uh, mm-hmm. sometimes uh try to be free so much that we forget the fact that we have a relationship with jesus mm-hmm. at, anyways you know we kind of forget that so yeah understand that he is your focus you know mm-hmm. he is what you need uh, yeah it's gonna be hard uh delete uh, apps on your phone delete twitter because yes. twitter is the devil oh lord um if you're using it in the wrong way um mm-hmm. stop you know do practical stuff like you know what you got to stop doing to stop mm-hmm. doing what you want to do like mm-hmm. you know what you got to stop doing like yeah. stop texting him stop texting her stop looking at your phone at night and mm-hmm. going on websites and looking at porn like stop doing that mm-hmm. you know like do pra- like there's so many practical things that you can do as a christian to stop from one falling into sin but two seeing jesus as the better seeing jesus is better than anything yeah you know any any anything in the world so and how about whenever like looking for people to help them like who to look for um so this i guess is like a big thing first for like um christians that struggle with this but like do not try to find nobody that you're attracted to to help you in your struggle Mm. like why would you why would you try to look for somebody to help oh i want to look for somebody that struggles with like the same thing as me but you looking for somebody that struggles and you y'all struggling at the same time like, like that makes no type of sense like it's, it's not gonna work like mm-hmm. it's that's just not gonna work mm-hmm. you can have friends but like if y'all both on the same wavelength of struggle and y'all both attract to each other and y'all both gonna fall into sin that's not gonna work no and that's with anything like mm-hmm. don't if you if, if your girl or male that has a problem with sex and you looking for the opposite sex to like try to find help no. in no no you have brothers and sisters in christ that can help mm-hmm. you yes and honestly like it'll be awesome if like let's just say jackie oh yeah you. jackie was a huge help it's, it's just like but she overcame like i'm pretty sure whenever you encounter her she had already overcame everything yeah she was already in there so it's kind of like just to see people seek people that are on the other side yeah, of where yeah, you need yeah. to be not literally in the same yeah i was about to say i was about to say you. like find a mentor like mm-hmm. even if the mentor didn't struggle with like what you struggle with mm-hmm. like find you a mentor yes that can help you through this journey and mm-hmm. someone that can speak life into you mm-hmm. constantly and help you understand because mm-hmm. this world is cruel and i'm just trying to go to heaven yeah. not yet i'm, I'm not just, trying to i'm not trying to rush it but like if jesus if you decided to come like right now and come like, on now. just get, trump got everybody trump is sound oh he coming y'all if you decided that i would not be mad but mm-hmm. you know this is a race that i'm willing to finish because yeah. i have you now or i have jesus now mm-hmm. so even in my like in my own personal life like i've had my own like struggles in that matter especially with boys because boys is trifling but it's fine i've received more help in my struggles and more advancement in my journey with god like having a mentor that didn't 
at all like struggle with the same things I did. Mm-hmm. Like with Mackenzie, I love you, Mackenzie. Her like she's married, pouring into me whenever I've been struggling in the most. Like it's helped me so much, and it's crazy because we didn't have the same struggles. So it's just like don't ever feel like you need to find someone that went through your exact same pain. Like find anybody honestly, and God will honestly point you into who is going to pour into you. Um, yup. Sure. Y'all is done. I, the camera kind of died. More yeah, I'm trying to record it. And so, yeah. um, I might post up, it still. Yeah. I might not if, post it. If it gets in there, go check out um, Jordan's YouTube channel. He anyways got a lot of stuff in there. He got dread his dreads. He locked up y'all. If y'all know, don't know up. who him in person. I got inches. He got inches. They all the way down to his butt. No, I'm just no, 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 no. my shoulder. Not even my shoulder. This is like my neck. He got that. He got Jesus videos. He got lifestyle videos. Um, collab videos, collab a whole bunch of stuff. Thing. Just go check it out. Just Hit that subscribe go button. Check it. Um, we have to do Spanish word of the day, sir. Spanish word. Of, ooh, can I do it? Yes, you can. Okay. Do you uh, have Do you have a word that you? Oh, want? I already know. I know what I'm gonna do. You, ooh, tell us. Spanish wait, word of the day. Wait, no. By Hold Jordan Sinet. This is gonna be real random. Ooh. Rino sin. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Rino seronte. Ooh, what is that? Rhinoceros. Rhinoceros. Rhinoceronte. Rhinoceronte. That was that was one of the words I asked Adara like a long, long time ago. Yeah. I was like, what that mean? She was like, Rhinoceros. <laughs> what is this? It was Rhinoceronte. crazy. Rhinoceronte. So send, tag me and her Yes. in the videos if y'all doing it I'm sorry. Instagram. I'm going to call y'all out. None of y'all been doing this. Only like three people. I've been doing it. I'm over here trying to help y'all with your Spanish. Trying to help y'all be bilingual, and y'all ain't doing it. Hey, she's actually teaching me right now, so y'all exactly. better, y'all better actually. So it's actually working. It. It's, it's so working. There's, there's proof that I actually know it's what I'm working. doing. It's working, working. Not like I needed to prove to y'all that Spanish is my first language for y'all to listen to me, but it's fine. Um, but yes, rhinoceronte, rhinoceros. Tag both me and no Jordan and I. Me and Jordan, same thing. I don't know English. I am um, at J R Y A A N on Instagram. Jarian. J Ryan. Jarian. Jarian. And mine's Adara Perez with two Perez. 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 Adara Perez with two C's at the end. Y'all can also do it through Facebook. Mine's Adara Perez Cruz. Jordan Sinet. I don't use Facebook like that, but y'all can still send it in like that. <laughs> that's that's still it. good because I know some of y'all got Facebook. Some of y'all. I'm not trying to come for the old people, old folk. That hey, that's fine. They, they got their social media <laughs> we platform. Y'all. That's we good. love y'all. We love Thank y'all. Thank you for all the support. Um, but with that being said, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. Thank you so much, Jordan. Yeah. For coming in. We gonna gotta and do this again. Yes. Step we gonna gotta clothes. do this again. You gotta. You, you ready? What? How to do it again? When I. 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 When Gente Miente querida. querida. That's like my dear people. Right. Is it my dear people? I don't know if you translated that. But you ready? Mm-hmm. Buenos Buena días. Buenas buena tardes. <laughs> buena buena noche. Miente, Miente querida. querida. Peace out. Adios. Hasta luego. Blah, 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 blah. Hasta luego. Bye. We got a Walmart. We got a Walmart. We got a Walmart. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Oh. <laughs>